shotglassdigital.com. Another episode of Bad Wolf Radio, a discussion and review podcast all about Doctor Who. I'm one of your hosts, Aaron Goins, and I'm here with the man who isn't the doctor but occasionally saves people, Adam Farmer. I was wondering what you were going to pull out there, but that is directly from the trailer, well done, uh, which we're going to be talking about tonight. Yeah, season nine's coming fast. It's, yeah. uh, we're a little over a month away from uh, brand new episodes of Doctor Who. September 19th series 9 of Doctor Who it's upon us we're in we can count it by weeks and those weeks are in single digits right now so we're getting really close it's right here yeah and we got a trailer at San Diego Comic-Con I think we're going to touch on that but I think we're going to save that to the end of the episode probably a good idea we'll we'll save that for the very end um, and hopefully cover a little bit of news yeah, we're not going to do any uh, classic episode review today. We're taking a little bit of a break from that, but probably our next episode we'll pick up with uh, the second Doctor, I think we're at now. Um, so, But until then, we are going to just talk about some news today, cover the trailer, and we actually got a cool little Lego Dimensions trailer to talk about as well. Um, but So what's going on as far as Doctor Who news? Yeah, there's, there's just a few tidbits um, coming out here and there, and... We were talking a little bit before we started recording, and I'm just really surprised at the amount of information or really the lack of information that's coming out about the episodes. It seems like this time last year, um, we had a lot more information being leaked. We already knew all the names, all the titles for all the episodes for the season. We had kind of a a general idea of what was going to happen. Yeah, we had Series 8 with a new doctor entirely, so there was still some mystery to it. But it seems like we had a lot more information getting leaked, um, and we're just not quite there. So one of the first things that I spotted as I was digging through news that I could pull up was a article with the headline of Doctor Who stars Peter Capaldi and Jenna Coleman banned from eating biscuits. Um, that's that's the state of the news that we have at this point in time, <laughs> with, with Doctor Who being only a couple weeks away we know that they are no longer allowed to eat biscuits on set. And they're not just like biscuits and gravy, they're cookies. So they're not allowed to have cookies on set. So I have not seen this article, so... Not what, surprising. What is the... <laughs> you've been digging deep, Adam. What, I've been going deep on these. What is, uh, what's the reasoning behind them not being able to eat cookies on set? Yeah, so supposedly they... they we're just pulling cookies on set. Jenna Coleman showed up on set with just boxes and boxes of cookies. And the, the staff on set started getting a little bit concerned about the amount of cookies that they were eating. So they totally banned um, all the, the stars from eating cookies while on set. But 
Peter Capaldi reading through the article, he said, not to worry. Um, Jenna Coleman keeps a backup stash in her dressing room trailer when the need arises. But there was even some talk in the article about how this is what started Peter Capaldi, or this is what started the rumor. Peter Capaldi started the rumor that this was why Jenna Coleman was no longer going to be on the show here soon is because she couldn't get over her cookie, her desire to eat cookies. (laughs) So it sounds like it's all a bit tongue in cheek. Yeah. You would think, you would think that maybe the, uh, the production team would be okay with Peter Capaldi having cookies on set because if they're going for that hobo doctor look, like maybe having some cookie crumbs on his jacket might actually add to the effect. I think we might have just explained his sweater from series not or from series eight. The the black sweater with all the uh, like stars and stuff on it. Those weren't really stars. Those were cookie crumbs. Yeah, like the it's, sprinkles or something. Yeah, it started a long time ago. He was he was crushing cookies way back then, and it just kind of all left on his sweater. So, do we have any real news? Um. Yeah. So one of the one of the things that stuck out to me is. Doctor Who returns to movie theaters come September. It's not going to be The Magician's Apprentice, the first episode of Series 9. Instead, what they're doing is they're going back and they're showing um, Dark Water and Death in Heaven in 3D. They've gone back and made some changes so it's 3D, and it's going to be in IMAX theaters. Um, So I went ahead and checked some of the theaters close by where I am in Michigan, and sure enough, the the two IMAX theaters in the area they have Doctor Who coming September eighteenth or coming in September, and the cost was eighteen dollars for a ticket. Um, eighteen dollars. So eighteen dollars for a ticket. So if you're itching to watch some Doctor Who on the big screen, three D, have that experience. If if you missed it the last time it was out, the fiftieth anniversary special, hey, you have a second chance. If you miss Danny Pink as much as Adam does, <laughs> you can now see him in 3D in IMAX. <laughs> if you want to watch Danny Pink give his amazing, spectacular monologue at the end of Death in Heaven, if you want to see that big, big screen and have that that morale-boosting experience surrounded by a bunch, bunch of other Whovians, yeah, this is, this is going to be for you. Or Danny if you Pink just, is going <laughs> to rock the theater. If you just dislike Danny Pink and you want to see him die on the big screen, <laughs> that would be another reason to go. You want to watch him go up in flames in the sky in IMAX. <laughs> yes. So that 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 stuck out to me. I'm I'm That seems like something that I mean, it's been happening now since I guess the the big 50th anniversary special, right? Like this this whole idea of releasing episodes of Doctor Who in theater. Um this is, I think, the third big event that they've released in theaters. Yeah, it is. Um, and it kind of goes hand in hand with some other things that have been floating out uh, out there about the budget cuts to BBC and how they're impacting Doctor Who. It's surprising to me that there's budget cuts and yet they continue to do things like this, which you have to believe have to bring in some additional revenue for, for BBC um, that would hopefully trickle back down to Doctor Who to continue with the production value that they're they're slowly starting to add more and more into Doctor Who. But yeah, it's 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 fun to watch Doctor Who show up on the big screen like this. I'm checking now to see if it's in my area. Nice. It, it has yeah, it's going to be around where you are. It has to be, right? I'm I'm sure there'll be some in King of Prussia. 
out there where king you of are. Prussia. Um, yeah, looks like we got Oaks, King of Prussia, and Downingtown. Three options nice. for me. So yeah, that's uh, I'll have to consider it. It's definitely definitely something to look into. Um, and I'm I'm sure that you've seen moving on, and this might come as a shock to some of those who aren't following as closely with the, the, the few pieces of news that are slipping out. And I want to spend some time talking about this. I want to get your, your gut check, your gut feeling on this piece of news. But the rumor is there's no season 10 of Doctor Who. We're, we're getting ready for series 9. And rumor has it that there will be no series 10 of Doctor Who come 2016. What's... What's your thoughts there? So I did come across this headline uh, before I saw it here on our show notes. And the initial headline actually had me a bit scared because it just says rumor that there's no season 10. And I was thinking, oh, wait, is there rumors that Doctor Who is getting canceled? I mean, as much as we all love Doctor Who and it seems to be really popular, it's not impossible, you know, for our favorite shows to get canceled. It happens all the time. Um We'd like to think Doctor Who would live on forever, and it probably will. But you know, there's always that. You know, maybe maybe they cancel it because the ratings are down. Wait like five years and then try to revive it again. You know, so there's always that that fear. So yeah, I was a little spooked when I read the headline, but then when you kind of read into it a little bit more, it's not necessarily that the show's getting canceled, but more that they're going to take some time off um, from an actual series and do some specials throughout the year which has been done before with Doctor Who. Yeah, it's been done before. And as you, as more and more articles come back or come out about this, and they all seem to trace back to the exact same source, which I believe is Private Eye um, over in the UK, something along those lines. But they all go back to the singular source. But all the articles are kind of referencing the same things that this could be a possibility because of one of three reasons the first would be because the budget cuts of bbc that doctor who is is possibly going to get the axe just to help with the budget cuts that the bbc is facing right now um the second thing is moffat is so stinking busy with the impending recording or the impending season of sherlock and needing to get all that work done that he's going to need to step back from Doctor Who for a little bit. And that's why there's no series 10 in 2016, which makes makes a bit of sense. Sherlock is a huge show, hugely popular. You have um, Freeman and Cumberbatch who both probably have really busy schedules right now. So wanting to make sure that they have dedicated time to get that done. I can see Moffat pulling back from some of his other projects or the last one, which I thought was super interesting is that Moffat is getting ready to transition out of, or BBC is getting ready to push Moffat out of, the role of showrunner for Doctor Who. Um, and one one article I read referenced that this happened between series or between 2008 and 2010 with Tennant, as that show, as those series transitioned showrunners to Moffat. Um, so are we potentially? at the at the edge of an entirely new era of Doctor Who and we'll have to take a year off but then it will be back with a brand new showrunner. Um what are your thoughts there? Um I mean all of those scenarios seem to be plausible except for the show getting the axe. I I mean I, 
I think that Doctor Who is probably one of the biggest moneymakers for BBC. Um, I would assume that it is. Even, I don't know, like, I guess I don't know a lot about the, you know, the statistics, but I would assume that it's it's making them more money than Sherlock even is. It, the the appeal the international appeal everything i read says that the international appeal of doctor who is definitely skyrocketing at this point in time and we've kind of seen it we've talked about it before that the show is becoming more and more popular i can't walk around a mall anymore without seeing someone wearing something doctor who related um it's definitely growing and it, it I'm, I'm with you. That one doesn't make as much sense. It seems like the BBC would try to maybe go in a partnership with another network or something in order to keep Doctor Who alive but gain additional revenue if that was the case. Yeah, I mean, merchandising alone. Oh, you know, it's, yeah. It's got to be making them just so much money. I mean, we mentioned it, Lego. I mean, even Lego is buying into Doctor Who right now. So it's hard to believe that, yeah, the budget cuts could have that big of an impact on the show. Yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, it kind of makes sense if he might be taking some time off to focus on other projects, Moffat, um, you know, like Sherlock and other things that he's involved in. Um, and then the whole idea of him transitioning out completely, that wouldn't surprise me either. Um, I think, you know, he's actually gone on record recently kind of talking about how exhausted he is with his, his work on both Sherlock and Doctor Who. So, you know, I could see that not necessarily being him being forced out, but maybe him just on his own deciding that he wants to kind of focus on some other things. Do you, do you think it would have a huge impact on Dr. Who to see Moffat step, step away? Um, I think it would have an impact on what we end up seeing on screen. You know, I think that Moffat has a very distinct style and, you know, I think we kind of almost joke around about sometimes some of the, the things that were like, Oh, that's Moffat, you know, some, right. of, the, some of those moments. Um, so depending on who they got to replace him, uh, it could really change the way that Dr. Who looks to us. I know just transition from, from Davies to Moffat was a pretty big shift in tone. True. You know, from just the final episodes with Tennant, and then you see that very first episode with Smith, and it's just a whole. It just doesn't look the same anymore. It's it's right. almost like a whole different television show, you know, same same premise, but it just didn't look the same anymore. And it wasn't a bad thing. I think it actually improved the way the show looked. So, um, you know, it could be something that a lot of fans really like because a lot of fans maybe are getting kind of tired of Moffat, and other people that love him, you know, might be pretty upset, but. I think I'd be okay with the change. I always like to see change, and I think that's what Doctor Who's all about, you know, yeah. is uh, every time we get a new Doctor, we have to kind of reset the way we think about the show. So it's kind of the same way when we get a new showrunner. That's that's interesting that you mentioned the transition between Tennant and Smith because I look at those episodes, and you're right. Like, there's a totally different look and feel to those episodes. And I guess I've always attributed that to, um, like – it was getting popular, so they decided to put more money into it. But you're right. like It could totally and entirely be contributed to Moffat being their showrunner at that point and how big of a transition it made. Um, but then, like you said, it's kind of where we are as fans. We're used to transitions. We're used to change. So it'd probably be fun to, to run that experiment and see what would happen. What would you feel is, uh, for Mark Gaddis being the, the showrunner? Um, I think that that's kind of a, that's probably a common theory. And um, 
I've generally liked the episodes that he has written, and um, he seems to be one of those guys that really, you know, he loves Doctor Who. He's all, he's been involved in some way for a while, um, either you know acting in Doctor Who, writing episodes of Doctor Who. So, and he's definitely talented. So, I would think it'd be in good hands if it went to him. Would we run into the same problem with Sherlock though? <laughs> that just right. hit me. It's yeah. like, is that getting any better when it comes to scheduling? <laughs> Probably not. Or maybe they're making a deal like, hey, I'll take Sherlock, you take Doctor Who. You know? Right. We'll split it. Well, cool. That that was that was one of like you mentioned, it was probably one of the most frightening pieces of news is news is. One of the most frightening pieces of news that has come out um within the past couple of weeks is the potential of being no Doctor Who for twenty sixteen, which it always seems like we have to wait quite a bit of time um between series right now. But yeah, no Doctor Who for twenty sixteen. We'll have to wait and see what happens. Especially with Moffat saying that the end of series nine is a total cliffhanger. It'd be crazy to see what happens if that's if it's a total cliffhanger and then we have to wait an additional amount of time before we see the next. Well it's gonna affect our show. If they end oh. up not having a, a whole season and just give us like maybe three specials, I think that's kind of what they did with Tenant. Yeah. Um, you know, I forget how many specials it was, but you know, there was a handful of specials, but no full season. Um, you know, toward the end there of Tenant's run. So, you know, if we get something similar to that, if we only get four specials, that's four episodes of Bad Wolf Radio. We're going to have to do a lot of classic reviews. <laughs> we'll be caught up. We'll be reviewing Smith episodes by the time uh, Series Ten starts back up. <laughs> So you already mentioned the, the Lego Dimensions trailer as well. Um, what what are your thoughts of that? Because I know that we talked about it previously. Weren't really too sure about it as a game and the value that it brought in with Doctor Who. Have your Has your opinion changed? Has some of the additional things that have come out about the Lego Dimensions game caught your interest now? I think um, in general those kind of games don't really interest me. The fact that there's a Doctor Who element now does make it a little bit more interesting, but I still think it's one of those things where I'd kind of, you know, hopefully one of my friends will get it and I can kind of play it at their house. I doubt that I'll go out and buy, you know, the the little whatever pad thing that you put the, the little figures on, and, right. you know, that whole thing and, yeah. and buy the individual figures and buy the game. I'm assuming it's coming out for Xbox One. I'm not 100% sure about that, but that's where I would have to play it. Um, but that's a lot of money to put into something and, you know, I'm sure the Doctor Who element of it is probably pretty small, so it might be a bigger investment than it's worth for me. Um, but the trailer did look really cool. It was kind of cool to see because I know we've seen all these sets, you know, these, um, these ideas that people think of like what the Doctor Who sets might look like because we know there is Doctor Who Lego coming, but I don't think there's ever been any officially released images of you know what the doctor is going to look like as a minifig um or or what the sets might look like so this trailer because it does have minifigures of the doctor i think we got a minifig of um yeah i think we got a minifig of clara as well in the trailer so you would think that that's probably a good representation of what we might expect from the actual minifigs that will come in the sets yeah, and it's interesting as you watch the trailers because they have the trailer that's geared towards Doctor Who, but then I've also seen other trailers that seem to be geared towards other aspects of the now Lego Lego multiverse, which is amazing to think of that they have so many different properties that they can build sets for. 
that they have this multiverse available to them. But it, it, our, the the trailer that we're focusing on was very much Doctor Who focused, and watching that trailer, it seemed like it was pretty Doctor Who heavy with the different elements. You have the the Cybermen that that assembles himself and he comes out. You have the Daleks. You have the massive Dalek. You have um, yeah, it's just all over the place. Like it seems to run pretty darn deep with Doctor Who. But I have the sneaking suspicion that they're they're playing to our fandom with that trailer. That it, it's actually a very small element of it. Um, I, I could be totally wrong. It would make sense if the Doctor was a huge part of it. Um, I think I'm more excited though, like you said, about the potential of what it means for more Doctor Who merchandise, essentially Lego merchandise down the road. What are those sets going to look like? Um, are we going to get one of each of the doctors when it comes to a Lego set? Can we, can we pick up those minifigs? Can I have them sitting on my desk at some point within the next year? Um, that's what I'm excited about. I don't know if I'll go out, pick up the game. It's a huge investment. I would need to pick up a system um, for what it's worth to be, even be able to play the game. But it's it's pretty interesting to see what's going on um, and watch what happened. I saw a video, another video, that included Capaldi sitting up on stage as the game developers were playing the game. And he was like putting the minifig and the Dalek on the little pad to have it read. Um, that that was comical to watch him like try to interact with it. And I couldn't tell if he was excited or if he was just like about to fall asleep up on stage. But it was it was pretty entertaining to watch that that part of it. Yeah, the trailer was fun to watch. Have you seen the Lego movie? I have, yeah. Okay, so you have the characters from the Lego movie. Right. Um, Wild Style and Batman, you know. And then I guess that's Gandalf, although Gandalf wasn't the wizard that was the main wizard in the movie, right? Yeah, no, that was definitely Gandalf, another another universe that they've thrown in there. It wasn't um, – it's not Morpheus, but it was something <laughs> something like that from the Lego movie. Yeah, so – it was kind of cool to see the Doctor interact with those characters. There were some funny moments. Uh, like you said, the Cybermen and Daleks and all these familiar elements of Doctor Who. So they really did a good job of representing the Doctor Who universe you know, in Lego. Um, and one of the things that stuck out to me was at the very end of the trailer, you actually see a regeneration scene of uh, kind of them just flipping through all the Doctors. You, know, you see the Doctor regenerate and jump to each version of himself as a minifig. Yeah. So... And I kind of took the time to sit there and pause on each one to see what the minifig would look like for each well doctor. Well done. Well done. <laughs> um, which they all looked great. The war doctor was there. Um, you know, everybody was there except um, there was no 10th doctor. Really? Really. I flipped through every one. Now, I mean, maybe somebody can correct me and say, oh, maybe I missed a frame. But I thought I did a pretty good job of trying to catch every every frame as that scene went through and they flipped through really fast, but I paused on every one and caught every doctor except the 10th was not there. It jumped straight from nine to 11. Well, that that's, that's, that's an oversight on their part. I mean, if they expect intentional, to make, if they expect to make money off merchandise and they don't have the 10th doctor, they have something else coming to them. Yeah. You need to have the 10th doctor. <laughs> you need to have a set with the 10th doctor in it. That's that's surprising. I'm yeah. surprised that they would have the 9th but not the 10th. Yeah, uh, I was talking to a friend that the speculation was and I don't know, this could be just completely off base, but the uh the 10th doctor is now going to be on Disney XD. Um 
all of the Tenth Doctor's episodes are kind of playing on Disney XD. That they um, are. And Disney has a competing system or a competing game like Lego Dimensions uh, called um, Infinity. Disney Infinity. Yeah. So the the speculation on her part was that maybe Disney kind of has locked down the the Tenth Doctor and won't let Lego Dimensions use them or use that Doctor. Um, so who knows? Maybe not. But that is interesting that that Tenth Doctor was was not in that in that trailer. I feel like. Once they start releasing sets, they they'll figure out how to to get the tenth Doctor in there because you're right. That is, I mean, he's if not the most popular Doctor, one of the most popular Doctors. So that would be a big miss if Lego wasn't allowed to use him. Now, now you have me thinking because I'm, yeah, that's crazy because I, as Disney Disney continues to absorb different properties. There has been thoughts and rumors that having the Tenth Doctor on Disney XD would eventually lead to maybe Disney just going after Doctor Who entirely, um, which is an entirely different discussion. And I'm just trying to place in my mind that there are no other Disney properties, although there are Disney other properties owned by Disney that are Lego sets. None of those Marvel characters, Star Wars characters have appeared in the Lego dimensions. Right. Because, so maybe yeah. maybe Disney is withholding some of their. It's very DC heavy right now when it comes to the Lego Dimensions games and other pop culture movies and TV shows. But the good thing about that is, like you pointed out, like Marvel characters didn't show up in Lego Dimensions, but they do show up in the sets and the actual yeah, physical sets. Totally. So Tenth Doctor, maybe they could There's use them hope. for that trailer. But in, once the sets actually come out, I'm pretty sure the. Lego would have paid whatever extra money they had to pay to whoever to make sure they can use that character. Right. That's my that's my guess. Yeah, I, 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 that's pretty safe to say. But interesting, interesting that he wasn't there. Yeah, it's going to be fun to see that game come out. I'm I'm hoping that it does very well for Lego. Lego has always made incredible games. Um, they're they're always so interesting and fun to pick up on. They're so wide and varied when it comes to the characters. Uh, it's going to be fun to see Lego Dimensions out there with the added um, properties and functionality of those crazy things that it reads it and poof, it's on your screen. That new age technology, crazy magic stuff. Um, hoping hoping it does well. And it's another way to get Doctor Who out there. They're introducing it to probably a whole new age group of fans right now. Well, your daughter's probably getting to the age where she's interested in those kind of games. So you, you have a very good excuse to go out and buy that system. Oh, I have a lot of good excuses to buy a system. It's just a matter of time. <laughs> Battle, Star Wars Battlefront's coming out soon. Oh, I mean, man, don't even get me started. I got to play it with somebody. I would I would honestly spend $500 just to play that game. <laughs> so, that's, that's, yeah, it's killing me right now because I see all the trailers, all the tweets. I see everything about that game, and I can't touch it. And that's that is one of my favorite games, the previous versions of that. So... Well, if you're ever down my way, you can stop by and play it at my place. Oh, snap. I just booked my flights. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll make it the same time as Philly Comic Con so I can drag you to that too. There you go. <laughs> I, I have a Philly trip coming up here soon. I'm sure of it. That's, it won't be long until we're back out there. All right. So what's this? Maisie Williams. Uh, yeah. She's kind of a, the big name that's going to be in this season of Doctor Who. Um, and it seems like she's going to be playing an interesting part. We got a clip of her in the trailer. I know we're going to talk about the trailer in a little bit more detail later, but 
at the very end of the trailer, we get this clip with her, and uh, she makes a comment, um, and I, I don't know it word for word, but something like, what took you so long, old man? Is that's, that right? That's pretty much word for word. Okay. So, yeah, so it's an interesting thing for her to say, and then, of course, that is just going to make everybody speculate, you know, who is that? You know, why does she know the doctor? Um, and I've heard some of the speculations. Um, but Stephen Moffat kind of nipped that one in the bud a little bit. That he did, that he did. That's, like you said, at the end of the trailer when she pulls off her mask and she says that line, at that point, the rumor mill started churning. Thinking back to any possible character that it could have been um, any time in the past, there there were rumors of Susan Foreman. That that's that's the no. the granddaughter. Yeah, Good it's father. the granddaughter. <laughs> Perfect timing. <laughs> I will laugh every time I hear that. Um, that it was maybe the doctor's daughter that we never got to meet, or maybe it's Jenny, the doctor's daughter that we did get to meet. All sorts of rumors flying around, and. So the story goes, Moffat felt because of the rumors that were starting to be generated, he had to step in and kind of clear the air a little bit. And that's when he said, I can't really tell you. I think once you see that she's up, ah, I screwed that up. I can't really tell you. I think once, once you see what she's up to in the show, you'll appreciate what a clever idea of Brian's that was my co-exec who thought of Maisie for this part. It's a significant role. We're not throwing her away. We're not just getting star value and doing nothing with it. It's a great part, and she's terrific in it. But I would say it will develop in unexpected ways. One thing I think is worth saying, and this is where all the rumors come in, because it keeps coming up as an issue. She's not playing a returning character. She's a brand new character. She's not someone from Doctor's Past, unless I'm lying, A. So she's not a returning character. But it's good to know that they're not planning on wasting her as a character. I think everybody was excited based on what she's recently done in Game of Thrones to have her, someone of her star power as it is right now, popularity. Um, she draws a lot of eyes to the show. It's good to know that they're not going to waste it. I guess we're just going to have to wait and see what they do with it. Unless he's lying. Unless he's lying and it really is a returning character. So what, where where would you place your money? Is he lying? Is it another misdirect by Moffat? Or is the entire there you are, old man, a misdirect? Um, I don't I don't think he's lying. I think it'll probably be a new character. Um, yeah. I mean, it would have been a chance to make Susan cool. <laughs> <laughs> Not possible. Not possible. <laughs> that ship has sailed. <laughs> Yeah, but um, yeah, it's probably a new character. But I kind of hope it is maybe a Time Lord. That'd be that'd be cool if it was, you know, somebody from the Doctor's past. We've never met this person before, but you know, maybe a Time Lord. Um, you know, someone that has regenerated um, that maybe he doesn't recognize right away. Um, but yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see who she is. When I when I watched the trailer and I saw that part of it. When she pulls off her mask and she says, there you are, old man, and he has this look of surprise on his face, the first thing that came to my mind is he met her earlier on in that episode that we're seeing the clip from, and he's just surprised to see her again. Like, that's the first thing my mind yeah. thought of. And then to have all these rumors start coming out, it's like, oh, I could totally see why people go that direction. But to me, it's 
just a clever trap laid by Stephen Moffat yeah. to get rumors starting to circulate when all we're going to find out is he met her earlier in the episode and now he's just seeing her again in a surprising instance. Um, that's my theory. You're it, probably it's... 100% right. I, I mean, they, they purposely, they cleverly placed it. They put it, I mean, literally the trailer looks like it ends. Right. And then suddenly there's this like after, you know, after credit scene kind of thing, you know, where you see Maisie Williams um, and then she says the line, I think it's what took you so long, old man. Yeah. Something and like so that. it's kind of like, and we know the doctor is kind of known for, you know, maybe leaving a companion behind and not coming back and getting them for a while, especially Amy Pond. <laughs> so, you know, you, it kind of makes you think, it, it makes you think deeper into it because of the way they placed it in the trailer and because of the line, it makes you think deeper into it than it probably is. You're probably right. It's probably just something where, you know, they were they had seen each other earlier in the episode they see each other again what took you so long um but i kind of hope it's more than that though but it it probably (laughs) isn't i mean props props to moffat uh, and whoever was involved in putting that trailer together because they really know they have their their finger on the pulse of the, the doctor who fandom they know a very popular going to be popular character someone who draws people's attention to the show and they know just the words to put into the – to take out of context and put into the trailer to get everybody excited about it. But, uh, yeah, props to Maisie Williams. She's she's having a heck of a year. Yeah, Doctor Who and Game of Thrones are two pretty big uh, geek properties. So she's going to be a queen of the geek world for a little bit maybe. Yep, yep. So we were talking about this trailer. I think we're we're getting to the point. There's no other news items to talk about, right? Can we get right, no. can we get into the the big yeah, San Diego Comic Con? So, um, yeah, San Diego Comic Con happened. They had a big panel out there with the Doctor. Or, I mean, with uh, Peter Capaldi and um, Jenna Coleman was there. And who else was on stage with them? I'm just putting you on the spot. You know, Stephen Moffat. Stephen Moffat and then Missy, right? Yeah, and Michelle Gomez. Michelle Gomez. Um, but no sign of uh, Danny Pink. <laughs> surprise, surprise. <Yeah. laughs> Danny Pink didn't make it. Though, I, I do believe he's in the trailer. No, what? <laughs> Is Kay, do we have Kay on hold here? Are we going to bring her in? <laughs> oh, no, but we should have. We should have lined that up because he's in that trailer, and I need her to back me up. <laughs> well... <laughs> well, maybe walk through some of the what were some of the things that people were seeing in the trailer that were I know there were some things that stuck out to me, but what's kind of been buzzing around the internet? I'm sure there's all kinds of uh blogs and news outlets out there that kind of broke it down scene by scene. Yeah, everybody everybody has their own breakdown of it. And I think this is where a lot of the just silence about the season is coming into play because no one really is coming up with theories or tying things together. They're just like, oh, it looks like this is probably from this episode and doesn't it look cool? Like, no one has anything that's jumping out to them. There's definitely a scene of um, a city that everybody is without a doubt saying it's the Dalek city um, from Scarrow that, that we watched together from the first doctor's episodes, but this is a new revamped CGI version of, of a similar city. So that's, that's one thing that stuck out to people, the different 
rumors of monsters and Vikings and Odin and an underwater city and eyeless people. I mean, they're all within the trailer. Different rumors that we have heard of, um, different pictures that we've seen, different things that we've already had confirmed. Outside of that, there was nothing that really caught people's attention outside of we have Scaro, um, which ties into a few story elements that are floating around out there. And then a really interesting scene with the guy in the hood. And I don't know if it, it stands out to you, but the guy in the hood that has the lines on his face, he's kind of disfigured. And then it immediately cuts to um, someone in a red hood and red cloak and everybody's drawing that back to um the the regeneration into the war doctor the sister of card yeah and wondering if that is where we get the master the scarred face person turning into missy oh interesting huh they did say that missy will return um in the very first episode i believe and that's I think Moffat said something like it's in a very unexpected way, I think is the way he worded it. Um, so that would be interesting to see maybe, maybe we're going to get, cause we know since she's a time Lord, you know, I'm assuming that she would have kind of a way, I, I don't know. Like, does the master have a TARDIS? <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know, but vortex manipulator. I don't, yeah, I don't know. You know. Maybe, maybe she did die in that episode that we saw. But the version of Missy that we see in this season is actually a pre, you know an earlier you know coming from an earlier time. That's I never thought of that. Yeah, because I mean, really, if you're a time traveler, do you ever die? Yeah, um, I don't know. I watched the time traveler says white wife. Yeah, that was a horrible movie. He does die. Spoiler alert. It's okay, he's still alive somewhere else, <laughs> some in another part of time. Well, it's horrible, kind of the idea of movie. It's kind of the idea of the Daleks. You know, every time the Doctor wipes them out, another group of daleks from another point in time comes back you know you can't really kill a time traveler because an earlier version of them still exists with the time machine there's the arc somewhere right so daleks back i like the idea of this striped face character actually being the master and disfigured and you know right before he regenerates into missy and then we get missy you know in an earlier form who actually shows up in this season um that's wild speculation on both of our parts i think but would be kind of a cool way to go with it well, just to tie to tie some of that wild speculation together a little bit more, um, Claire Higgins, the lady that played her name was Ohilla, was the sisterhood of Karn, the lady that interacts with the Doctor before he regenerates into the War Doctor. She's confirmed to be in the first episode, so uh, that's that's one thing tying it together. And then there's the really weird scene from the trailer where Missy is looking into a hand mirror at her face. Yeah. So maybe she just re maybe Missy the master just regenerated her into Missy and like the doctor does, oh am I a ginger yet? She's <laughs> checking to see what she looks like. Yeah. So you know what's kind of weird to me? This whole idea that um okay, so they, they showed us the regeneration of the eighth doctor, which was awesome to see that. Yes. Um, to have that actor come back, uh Paul McGann come back and play the doctor in, you know, it's a big, you know, it was fan service. Everybody was happy to see it, but it was kind of unexpected. And we get to see him regenerate into the war doctor. And then it sounds like they might be tying that into what's going to be happening this season. If we see a return of the sisterhood of Karn. But if you really think about it, that was not, it wasn't in an episode of doctor who 
Right. You know, it was in like a six minute web only, you know, video that, you know, I would say like us diehards are going to seek that out and find it. But most people that watch this show, the majority of people are not going to be the diehards. It's, you know, the, the millions of other people that watch the show that watch it more casually. They're going to have no idea. They didn't see that. So it'd be interesting to see if maybe they give a little bit of backstory to that or maybe, you know, include maybe Paul McGann comes back and does another scene. I don't know, but it just seems like kind of a, a missed opportunity where they could have actually had that six minute clip be part of an actual episode of Doctor Who as opposed to just being a web only thing. Yeah, totally. That's a good point because there are so many different um, web episodes floating out there. The whole pond life, um, take it or leave it. But they, those were web only episodes or special episodes that you wouldn't know were out there unless you bought the season pass or you were searching for them on the web and trying to keep track of them that way. And they didn't have like some dramatic impact on the overall outcome of Doctor Who, but there were there were elements of it that were important to watch, like the relationship between Amy and Rory. Um, the, the Doctor Who has a tendency to do that, don't they? They have these special little short clippets, clippets, snippets. I think you just made up a word of clips. Yeah, like snippets that. of clips called clippets. <laughs> um, they have these clippets that they put out there, but only those who know to look for them find them. Right, and I think that that scene with you know Paul McGann turning into the War Doctor. I mean, that's a big moment. Yeah, totally. I mean, in Doctor Who history in general, to see the regeneration of a Doctor. So, I mean, pond life for what it is, you know, that take you can miss that, and you're not missing any any major moment for the most part. But for this, I feel like maybe it should have been a bigger release. Um, you know, it is what it is. But I would have liked to seen that be a little bit more, you know, official. I guess you could say, like yeah. actually have it part of the the big 50th anniversary stuff that was going on, and have it be in the episode. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I've I've watched that like 10, 12. 20 times online <laughs> yeah and i'll be watching it again right before this because i want to see if they do tie it in yeah but uh how about how about yourself anything that stick out um forget forget the official sources what are your thoughts on the trailer anything jump out to you um i mean you have the those um kind of it looks like a new monster or a new scary element of these uh, these ghostly creatures with these blacked out eyes yeah um I feel like it's a little derivative of things we've seen before in Doctor Who. The Whispermen? Yeah, it it does. It makes you think of the Whispermen. Even with the one character they show, the first character they show with, it even has the top hat. Um, but yeah, it's kind of like instead of having the, the crazy mouth, now they have crazy eyes. It's like they're kind of running out of ideas. Um, <laughs> but, you know, we'll see how they use them. But that, you know, they show those more than once in the trailer. Um, what else? I mean, the Doctor has some interesting moments. Um with the sunglasses he puts on, like with are they... the sunglasses and then the the guitar. Yeah, I wonder if they're trying to do. You know, it seems like every doctor kind of has their their thing. You know, where Matt Smith's thing was the bow tie, that's his big thing. But like, kind of his secondary thing was the fez. You know, right. And with Tennant, you know, he had a couple elements. You know, with the glasses and the pinstripe suit and the and the chucks. But you know, he had those three D glasses that he'd throw on every once in a while. So, you know, you, you wonder if, if this is something where maybe the doctor, this version of the doctor is going to start, you know, throwing on sunglasses from time to time. That's going to be kind of his thing. 
and rocking out in the TARDIS to relieve stress. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, I, I tend to pick out the cheesy moments of Doctor Who, and I, I feel like that might be one of them coming up. You know, the the scene where we're going to see him with an electric guitar and his sunglasses on at the end of an episode, and I'm just going to be like, okay. At least it's not his regeneration scene, right? Right. <laughs> that, that would be an epic regeneration scene. It would probably be better than better than uh, old man Matt Smith going out. Yeah, anything is. Anything is. <laughs> I'm. I'm. You mentioned the the hollow-eyed monsters. Um, I'm really. It, it does. It does. It is reminiscent of the Whispermen and how they're portrayed, like even walking towards the camera. Like we've seen that before. Um, but I'm really liking how they're approaching some of the other monsters, villains, whatever you want to call them in the trailer. Like there's there's this one skeleton looking like insect type predator looking thing who's hovering over the doctor. And that just looks that looks pretty darn freaky and then you have the hollow-eyed guys and then you have the two-faced monster that's just kind of like sitting in what looks like a star wars oh a star wars bar on moss eisley um yeah i i can never say that word right so i was just gonna go straight from bar um, he has his rifle sitting next to him that's there's there's it looks like there's gonna be some high quality monsters um part of the scare factor which which well, we goes on the, the, sub- the scene where the the hands coming out of the ground yeah that, the that's hands. where danny smith comes back danny smith yeah danny pink danny pink oh, <laughs> goodness oh you think okay so let's talk about it do you think that that's that scene is like that's danny pink coming out of the grave uh, yeah that's where that's what you're basing on a hand uh, and and there's an eye that opens Earlier on in the trailer, an I, eye opens. And I then, saw the and... eye that opened, and I thought Danny Pink for a second, but then I thought the eye looked like it was a blue eye. Uh, Which maybe. I don't think Danny had blue eyes. <laughs> but I guess maybe maybe zombie Danny has blue eyes. Yeah, maybe Cyberman Danny has blue eyes. Yeah, maybe. No, uh, that, when I saw the hand coming out of the ground, the first thing that I thought of was like cemetery buried Cybermen. Up, up, up! Danny comes from the ground. Except um, that Danny's Danny blew up. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't see, buried. Yeah, he's <laughs> don't don't ruin this for me. <laughs> Danny Pink is coming back. He will be back. He may soon. he may very well come back, but I don't think he's I don't think that's the uh, the scene there with him with the hands coming out of the ground. No, but that that is watching through the trailer, talking about some of the scarier elements. That's that's one of those elements that could probably give you the creeps. Well, we've been talking about it a lot with Doctor Who. It seems like this, even season eight, it seemed like uh, every episode had some kind of scary element in it. Almost like Doctor Who's starting to become a, you know, like goosebumps. You know, like just it's supposed to be scarier than it is supposed to be anything else. Um, are they kind of? Is it getting a little old at all for you? I'm. I don't think it's getting old for me just yet. I'm really interested to see what they have in store for us this season because Toby Whitehouse is a writer for two a uh, two-parter episode that's coming up this season. And earlier on in production they were saying, "Oh wow, 
Moffat is say Moffat said like this is the scariest episode of Doctor Who that we've had. And as you watch through the trailer, people are saying, okay, it's the episode with the hollow-eyed guys. It's the episode in the underwater base where the the tunnels are filling with water. That's Toby Whitehouse's episode, and that's it's the scariest episode of Doctor Who yet. But within the last week, Mark Geddes finished writing his episode or his episodes. And now everybody's like, oh, goodness, these these episodes are the scariest episodes of Doctor Who we've ever filmed. Like these these are horrible. So I'm I'm wondering what this season really has in store, because we talked about it a lot during series nine that it's upping the fear factor of it. Is it is it really is it really getting scarier or production, what have you? But it sounds like they're taking it even further come series nine. And I think that the trailer for it kind of shows it a little bit more. I mean, you have a Zygon stealing a little girl for goodness sakes. Yeah. But Zygons aren't scary. Yeah. They're not scary, but stealing (laughs) a kid is scary. (laughs) Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I saw the trailer and didn't, I guess I just didn't pick up on that. I, I mean, there are definitely some elements they threw in there that look like they're trying to be a little bit spooky, but I didn't see it. It didn't seem like the whole trailer was like that. Um, you know, you have the kind of the the scene with the doctor putting on the, the glasses and the the guitar thing, and you know, it just seems like there's some humor mixed in there too. But yeah, I don't know. We'll see. What about, what about the war scene of the soldiers running through the field? And yeah, the, yeah, I don't the... see that as scary more than just kind of uh, action packed. You know, do you think it's getting it more intense? Maybe that's the word to use. Intense. Maybe. But I think Doctor Who kind of, it's always gotten that, you know, it kind of bounces back and forth between, you know, super intense or scary to like almost slapstick comedy. And it can all be in the same episode. True. And so that I think we're going to, we're going to see all that stuff again in season nine, just like it, you know, it, it has been for a while. So what is, what is your overall opinion of the trailer? What is your excitement level for Doctor Who right now? Are you, are you getting excited? I'm always excited to have Doctor Who back. This trailer didn't blow me away. I know with trailers for season eight, um, I remember certain elements, you know, I don't know if you remember kind of the scene where the doctor's kind of got his head down and then he kind of just like looks right at the camera. Yeah. And like kind of that goosebump moment that you get where you're like, oh, wow, like th- that was pretty cool. Like <laughs> um, they kind of like tried to recreate that, it seemed like in this trailer with a couple moments. You know, there's a scene where he's kind of standing there and he looks down at the camera um, but with like kind of a smirk on his face, it just yeah. didn't, it didn't have the same impact. No, and um, definitely not when the their narration behind it was "I want to kiss it to death." Yeah, like some of the lines that he was saying, you know, just were kind of odd. And then even the you know I'm the doctor, I save people. It was just kind of like uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I like I'm more a fan of like I'm the doctor run. You know, like that right. that's intense. You know, that's kind of that's good writing. But I'm the doctor, I save people. Like. You know, that one just didn't have the same impact. So, yeah, the trailer was all right, but I, I'm excited because it's Doctor Who, not because of the trailer. But there, there are definitely some interesting things in that trailer that uh, I'm looking forward to finding more out about it. Yeah, I, I, I would agree with you. I watched the trailer. I can't even tell you how many times I watched the trailer. It, and it was lacking the, like, goosebump feeling that i got when watching the trailer the first trailer for series eight um 
there was the added anticipation of a new doctor and just wondering what it was going to be like with series eight. But it kind of did feel like there were moments in the series nine trailer where they were trying a little bit too hard and kind of like what you said, like, were they trying to recreate that feeling that we all had from series series eight trailer? Possibly. Um, There's definitely some interesting moments that stick out to me from the trailer that has me excited. I'm really interested to see what goes on. And as hokey as it might be, I want to know how the the guitar plays in with the doctor. I want to know what aspect of that character, what aspect of the doctor's character is that, especially with him going like all wild with his hair and now he's throwing on sunglasses and it looks like he doesn't care about his appearance anymore and now he starts busting out a guitar some of the caricatures that we've seen drawn up over the off season uh looks like it might be coming true with the doctor just being like some wild child but you think the doctor's still... going through a midlife crisis or was that was that with tenant <laughs> his 2000 year his 2000 <laughs> years he's finally hitting his midlife crisis where Maybe we're it's... slowly coming to the end so this is kind of the first like older doctor that we, you know, the last two doctors have been a young version. You know, he regenerated into a younger man. Um, so maybe this is because he is finally kind of looking his age, I guess you could say a little bit. Maybe that it, that would explain kind of him maybe hitting that midlife crisis. You know, he sees himself in the mirror and thinks, you know, I'm, I don't look like the young man I used to look like. You know, <laughs> So I need to start wearing sunglasses and, you know, messing my hair up a little bit you know, carry around an electric guitar, try to retain that youth since he doesn't retain it in his uh, his facial features anymore. He's trying to win Clara. That's what he's trying to do. <laughs> so we have been talking about how the doctor kind of has this new look. You know, he's not looking as sleek as he did uh, before, kind of looking a little bit more of a hobo. And I see this uh, new promotional image that came out. Have you seen this image? Yeah, I have. I have. So it's basically the doctor, Clara, um, kind of running away from a, a distant explosion, uh, you know, on some sort of a celestial landscape, I guess you could say. Um, kind of an odd image. The doctor's got kind of some frumpy clothes on, his hair's all messed up, he's not wearing, you know, the kind of the nice button-down shirt, it just looks like he's got kind of a plain white t-shirt on there. Um, I don't know. Kind of like the trailer. Um I kind of think the same way about this image. It just doesn't quite catch me. I think the way they were hoping it might have. Yeah, it 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 definitely looks like it was made specifically just to pass out. Like it's not a still from any of the episodes. They are superimposing Claire and the Doctor over something. And yeah, it almost looks... like a bad Photoshop job. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and it doesn't it doesn't like ignite your imagination. It's just like oh. It's the run-of-the-mill, exploding-in-the-background-running-away picture. And it almost doesn't even make sense if you look at it. Like, the doctor's got this kind of... It's not a very confident look on his face. You know, it's almost <laughs> like... Kind of almost like uh, they took the picture at the wrong time kind of look on his face. And then you have Clara, who's just very calmly just holding his hand, looking at him. It's just... Uh, I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe with a little bit of context, this image will make more sense later on. But for now, it's just kind of an odd, odd-looking thing. It's almost like Claire went crazy, caused an explosion that she's totally excited about, and the doctor's really concerned what he's going to do with her now. <laughs> he's like, oh, stink, what have I got myself into? All right, well, is there anything else about the trailer or anything else that you wanted to talk about? Um, 
before we wrap up this episode? No, I think that pretty much covers it. It, it, I mean, all in all, super excited about series nine. We are right. We are right there. We're almost a month away. September nineteenth. It's going to premiere. Um, the only other thing that did sneak out to me is that the Magician's Apprentice is going to premiere on the big screen, but you probably guessed it. Not here in the states. It's going to be at the Edinburgh International Television Festival on the twenty seventh of August. So almost, almost three weeks earlier than what's going to premiere on TV, there are going to be some lucky folks that get to watch it. Um, And there's even, we mentioned web shorts that get shown. There's going to be a web short or a shorter clip it, if you will, that's shown before it um, that hopefully we'll get to watch at some point in time. But yeah, other than that, I think that pretty much covers it. All right. Well, I'm excited for this season two. I'm happy to have it come back. I'm looking forward to talking about these episodes with you um, on future episodes of Bad Wolf Radio. Um, But until we get to do that, for now, we will wrap this episode up. Um, As usual, you can leave us a review on iTunes. If you enjoy our show, we would love for you to head over to iTunes. Leave us a nice five-star review. You can follow us on Twitter at Bad Wolf Podcast. We are also on Facebook. Search for Bad Wolf Radio. Um, and you'll find us. We are the one with the black and white logo. And if you ever want to send us an email, badwolfpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you and hear your thoughts on the show. And as usual, you can also find us on the Shot Class Digital Podcast Network. Until next time. Later days. Later days.